Toyota has shot itself entertainingly fair in the vegetables. Again, a direct hit over the ridiculously named BZ4X, the company's first electric vehicle, an SUV, jointly developed with Subaru, incidentally, possibly the most bland EV in the world today, if you don't count the Nissan Leaf. The BZ4X is pooping its trousers impressively all over town, and Toyota just can't fix it. In fact, they've just offered to buy them all back with every conceivable requisite asshole lawyer caveat. In other news, Elon Musk recently ordered another truckload of pins for his growing collection of voodoo dolls. Details next. I'm John Kadogan from AutoExpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap. <laughs> but not that BZ4X, because A, it's pretty clearly a shitbox. The Land Rover Freelander of EVs. And I could never in good conscience do that to you, whom I love in a platonic only way, obviously. And B, you can't buy one here, dude. It was meant to go on sale sort of later this year and then, you know, 2023. But after this... Do not be a breath-holding, would be my advice. Now, I like plugging in and flicking the on switch as much as any other man my age, but the saga of the BZ4X is little more at this point than just another nail in the coffin of the myth of Toyota's legendary... <laughs> reliability. That's pretty, just a, that's pretty just a much marketing concept in 2022. Note to self, lay off the glue, dude. Overseas, every Toyota BZ4X is grounded, or at least they're kind of begging owners to ground them, because obviously in the land of the free and the home of the Second Amendment, they really lack the coercive powers to ground every BZ4X. Toyota, America, has just written to owners and continued to ask that you not allow the vehicle to be driven until a remedy is available. Is that not just the ultimate BZ4X shit sandwich? And the bread is sliced just rather thin on this one. Imagine the queue of self-righteous twat fanboys over the horizon jonesing for Toyota's first EV. That blend of EV utopian and bolted-on Toyota leg humper. And now they're not allowed to drive them because the vehicle is in the naughty corner, soiling its trousers. And not even in a glamorous way, dude, if such a thing is in fact possible. It's not some super sexy glitch with the shiny new tech. No siree, Bob. No battery management gremlin, a brushless motor defect, a bearing that carries all of the current, whatever. Nothing sexy like that. Have a guess, dude. It's because the wheels might fall off, and not metaphorically, like literally, there is a defect with one of the most fundamental aspects of automotive design. The connection between the vehicle and its wheels, like Jesus. And the world's largest car maker seemingly cannot just send in a clutch of engineers and kind of unfuck it. 
Back in June, Toyota issued its hilarious wheels might just fall off recall in America, stating, After low mileage use, all of the hub bolts on the wheel can loosen to the point where the wheel can detach from the vehicle. If a wheel detaches from the vehicle while driving, it could result in a loss of vehicle control, increasing the risk of a crash. The cause of the issue and the driving patterns under which this issue could occur are still under investigation. Thank you so much, Toyota Miracle, for that vital clarification on exactly what might happen if a wheel falls off. I say this on behalf of morons everywhere. The wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round, round and round. The wheels on the bus go round and round, except if they fall off and kill you. Pretty sure we did that at school in the olden days. This was before it was just about giving kids medals for coming last, obviously. You had to know shit. The latent engineer in me simply cannot believe this. Like, get the number of that bus. Five M12 high tensile studs, which wheel studs typically are, talked up to something like, I don't know, 110 newton metres, if those fasteners are roughly equivalent to class 10.9 bolts and nuts, that's about four and a half tonnes of clamping force per stud. Times five equals, let's ballpark it, 20 metric friggin' tonnes of clamping force designed to hold the wheel on. High tensile bolted joints don't just miraculously come loose. That's not how this works. Worldwide, it simply doesn't happen. This is such a basic design exercise. Fucking it up is actually really quite difficult. <laughs> and why was it not identified in R&D, dude? Riddle me that. Quote, after low mileage use. How can it possibly take months to identify the failure mechanism of something so friggin' basic and just effect a revision. Doubly so if you've got the effectively unlimited resources of Toyota. It can only be a small number of things causing this problem. This is actually more hilarious than satire. It used to be that you took what happened and you exaggerated it significantly to produce satire, right? Reality plus exaggeration equals satire. But today, like... Events occur which are already far too exaggerated for satire. Instead of just fixing the problem, and remember we are kind of months in at this point, Toyota is just attempting to submerge it in a spin-driven ocean of personal lubricant. And several different flavours are upliftingly on the menu. As you can see from their bullshit letter, they will loan you a vehicle and store your fine BZ4X at no cost. Presumably, the loaner's going to be a combustion vehicle, which is exactly what every BZ4X owner on Earth secretly wants. Not. And they'll reimburse your fuel costs for the loaner. <laughs> How unbelievably generous. But you've still got to stand there at the Bowser and just kind of dream of plugging in one day, maybe. 
they'll also sling you five grand under the table because obviously you are paying off a loan on a car that is currently effectively just a piece of furniture. They'll even prick tease you with the promise of some free charging until 2024, provided, of course, they figure out how to keep the wheels on by then. And they'll generously extend your warranty for the time your fine shitbox has been literally on ice at an undisclosed Toyota location. How fucking generous. Alternatively, if you're not swept up in the rapture, at the prospect of Toyota's attempt to compensate you minimally for its breathtaking design incompetence, they will buy back your BZ4X. The terms of the repurchase may vary depending on your state and particular circumstances. Okay, so pretty clearly it's gonna be lawyer assholes at dawn if you tick that box. Depending on my state, I do wonder what the terms of my repurchase would be if, for example, I were in a state of extreme fucking frustration and disappointment after I put my trust and my money in Toyota's first EV. Pray tell. Pretty clearly, none of these pathetic attempts to gloss over the astonishing engineering incompetence on this one is what the median owner of a BZ4X actually wants. What they really want is a BZ4X that's roughly as reliable as a Corolla or a Yaris, only electric. Perhaps if Toyota had just stuck with engineering boring but reliable bland cars instead of pursuing its brand new goal of anti-environmental, inhuman policy advocacy behind the scenes, this appalling Keystone Cops chapter in the company's recent history could have been preemptively rewritten. <laughs>